Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Did your heart skip a beat? Maybe you're in love. Valentine's. Maybe you um, called a hospital a hotel. I mean, there's lots of reasons why your heart could be skipping a beat. Well, maybe you need to speak to our next guest. He's our favourite cardiologist, and that would be the head of cardiology at the Beacon Hospital in Dublin. That's the one. Good morning, Professor David Burke. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. How are back. you? Great, thank you. Good actually. to have you back. And every time you, we do uh, have you in, we ask people for questions, and we are inundated with them, as people Perfect. are obviously very concerned about their hearts but also um, maybe feel things in their hearts that they don't understand and they want to get your expert opinion. Before we get to the individual questions, do you feel at the moment since COVID, since we all became a little bit more self-aware maybe about, um, you know, how our bodies are doing, do you think people are are a little bit more vigilant or or maybe anxious around their health? I think so, definitely. Uh, We we see that a lot. I think people with the initial lockdowns, which feels like a long time ago, I think people had a lot more time to think about their health. And certainly it was 24-7 across the news. COVID had some heart effects and obviously people started to feel things. So at this point, with a bit of a catch-up, we're seeing a lot of people coming to get themselves checked out, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get to it. Recently, says somebody, my dad presented at A&E with what he thought was gastro issues, only to find out that he needed two stents put in. He's never had any issues with his heart before, but now I'm concerned that we've been missing stuff before. Is it worth him getting a full workup? And should I be getting checked myself? I'm 39 and I'm a non-smoker, etc. The, he, he's he's had a full workup, I suppose, at this stage, given the fact that he's he's gone through the process and had the stenting. So he obviously had some sort of narrowing or blockage that needed that. And certainly, when people are in and and reach that point, we cover every other base. So I'm sure there are no loose ends, and he's been well taken care of. I suppose in terms of getting yourself checked out, always worthwhile, particularly if there's heart trouble in the family. And the things, we've said this before, there's a paddy power element to heart stuff in that as we all get a bit older, there's risk prediction in it. And the things that up our odds would be heart trouble in the family, if you're a smoker, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, they're the big ticket items. And so if you tick any of those boxes, certainly worthwhile to get checked out. And one of the things that you came, you said to us, I think it was the very first time you were on, you said that it's worth... If you're, uh, if you're if you're concerned at all, or even if you're not, it's worth getting one of these. Now, I've forgotten the name of the, the procedure, even though I went and had it, I think Derm did it as well. Sure. Uh, is it an angiogram, um, some, some cardiac angiogram or something yes, like that? The, the, I always say, and, and I've probably said every single time, that the best test of yourself is yourself. And yeah. I, I firmly believe in that. So I, I always think that if you feel any sort of you know things that are not quite right or, or not you know as they were before worthwhile to get checked absolutely the, the single most helpful and effective screening test at this stage is a CT coronary angiogram so it's That's a simple x-ray test yeah. yeah we send a dye up through the arm it fills out the plumbing in there and it's quick and simple it takes a couple of minutes yeah, yeah and it's, it's not terrifying in those some people might be afraid of MRI machines it does it makes a little noise or whatever I found it quite relaxing to be honest with you um, and, but it's just great uh, come out the other side of it and to get an assessment of where you're actually at that was I, important I, I went for my own recently as well and, and truthfully because I look at them all the time I, I had decided in my head that it wasn't going to be normal and yeah. I got very worked up going <laughs> yeah, right. not because of the test the test is ridiculously simple but because of the potential outcome but no my, my heart is Your just heart as good as yours. That's yeah. good to hear. Uh, someone else says, sometimes when I've had a drink the night before, I find my heart rates all over the place. Is this the booze or something I should be worried about? 
It's probably a combination, actually. The, the alcohol can up the number of ectopics or extra heartbeats that you have. So in, in a normal day, we all have about 100,000 heartbeats. And most of us have between a handful and a couple of hundred extras or ectopics. And some people start to feel that most of us don't. Um, you tend to feel a bit of a thump or a flutter or a little drop there. It just varies person by person. The things that will give you more and, and make you more likely to feel it, I suppose, are alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, caffeine, stress, viral illnesses. So we saw tons of it with COVID and, to be fair, some of the vaccines. And then if your system is a little bit dried out, so if you're like me and you don't hydrate well across the day, the system sort of runs on empty and will chug a little bit. But they're all completely, uh, you know, that they're not uh, dangerous in any way. Just be aware of them, yeah. And then the other thing is, do you think more people, because of fitness wearables, are... I know they can be so helpful, particularly if you want to track some kind of, you know, um, heart-related stuff. But do you think possibly it goes the other way that people are too or they're hyper aware of, well, my heart rate yesterday was different than it was today, so there must be something wrong with me. I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people who are perfectly well and yet pitch up with the printout showing a lowish heart rate or a highish heart rate. And I suppose... My first question goes back to the, you know, best test of yourself is yourself. If you didn't have the wearable, would you be aware of that low or the high? And, mm. and most people are not, not right. at all. Right, okay. Uh, and so, I, despite that, I, I still wear two of them every day. I have an Apple Watch and a Whoop, and I buy into the numbers. I think there's great utility in them. From a medical point of view, they're helpful and unhelpful. They haven't reached a point yet where they're completely diagnostic, is what I would say. But they're a great way to test yourself against yourself. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, well, actually, speaking of low heart rate, someone says mine is consistently low, like in the late 40s. Is that a concern? No, not usually. No. Maybe they're just really fit. Fitness will play into it, definitely, and some people will just run a lowish uh, heart rate. The, the real key there is whether or not you are aware of it. So I suppose if you're having dizzy spells, lightheadedness, recurrent palpitations or a real awareness of it being that low, fine, then certainly get checked out and, and have a look at it. But otherwise, no, uh, most people dip down into the 40s uh, during the night when they're asleep and that'll flag, obviously, on the, on mm. the air. Mm. Um, atrial fibrillation is something that pops up a lot and someone says, my heart constantly skips beats and goes into irregular beating and beating really fast. I had it checked out years ago and to- was told it was fine but should I get it checked out again? Is there anything that could be happening that or is that something more serious? The, in, in terms of the having it checked out before, that's helpful, I suppose. If, if it hasn't changed, if the symptoms haven't changed hugely compared to before, it's probably the same type of thing. And again, there's probably little to it. Atrial fibrillation is an irregular heartbeat. It's much more common as we all get a bit older. Uh, th- there is a risk there uh, over time. It increases your risk of stroke. And so people certainly get very concerned about it. By and large, though, if you're having palpitations, it's these extra beats which are harmless as opposed to anything else the atrial fibrillation is less likely but all of the gadget companies and the wearable companies are pushing into atrial fibrillation detection so a lot of them will now tell you that you might have some AFib on the uh, on the tracing and, and that's proving quite helpful for us in terms of trying to screen people mm. Another text in says my heart rate when I run tends to exceed 198 Dr. Google, I say your best friend, uh, mentions that 220 minus your age is your maximum heart rate. Going by that my logic, my max heart rate should be about 184. Should I be concerned? 
Dr. Google is a great colleague, to be fair, but you have to know where to look or you have to be slightly uh, careful with it because it does tend to pitch out worst-case scenarios yeah. on Google anything. The, the, again, it's whether or not you feel that 198. It, it may or may not be. Sometimes when you're running that intensely, you get a fair bit of interference or noise on the on the, the pickup of it. And so it's it's hard to be 100% exact, accurate. Yeah. But the 220 minus your age is a ballpark. But it, it's not so much a target. Again, if you feel well at that level, your system will stop you long before the gadget does if there's a problem. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one last question. I guess it's one. Do you get do you get people coming into you that maybe feel that there's something wrong with their heart, but actually it could be anxiety? And what do you do if it's actually potentially both? Someone says, my family has a history of heart problems. I have anxiety and regularly get chest pains. My question is, when is the right time to get them checked? My doctor tends to fob them off as just anxiety, but I'm worried because my dad found he had blocked arteries when he had heart attacks. My cholesterol is good. The yeah, the, the, I suppose anxiety can cause all sorts of symptoms, of course, uh, and you have to be wary when people come in and say, "I think I'm fine. I think it's just anxiety." We would still push the route of getting people checked out. The the real anxiety will cause tightness or discomfort or short of breath or palpitations as you sit there. So a lot of people would describe that as they're sitting watching TV or lying in bed. From a heart point of view. It's unlikely, your heart is unlikely to be the problem if it's happening as you're still or inactive. Really, the, the key from a heart point of view or the, the red flag is exertional symptoms. So if you're pushing up a hill or putting yourself under pressure and at that point, the tightness, the pressure, the shorter breath, the palpitations kick in, much more important. Uh, the, the real sort of flag for, from a heart point of view would be exertional symptoms. Mm. Mm. Uh, Dr. David Burke, thank you so much. For, sorry, Professor David Burke, thank you so much for coming in. Always, and thank you for talking to us. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.